Hello and welcome to another A Guy in His Room podcast episode. Uh, if you're listening, make sure you follow and hit that subscribe button and ra- ra- uh, rate it. And tell your fam friends how much you like it. Thanks for listening. This is A Guy A Guy in His Room. Another episode. Another episode. We're doing it. It's fucking a guy. In his fucking room, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I was just... (laughs) I again was realizing I don't have like some like... Fancy intro that I do. Everybody does that on like YouTube and everywhere. Just like, you know, and it is professional. I'm not going to really... You know, I never even do one. So anyway, but seriously, welcome to the, I got, I, <laughs> I was almost going to copy the Dark Horse podcast there. Welcome to the Dark Horse podcast. This is Brett Weinstein. Welcome to the Bro- Dark Horse, ho- <laughs> I can't even say it. Welcome to the Guy in His Room podcast, everybody. This is uh, the Guy in His Room. Every week, uh, every Wednesday, these are up. Follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram. So another episode. Only fans. Only fans. Only fans. Only fans. Only porn. Only porn. Only porn. Only beetle. Yeah. So anyway, this week, I just want to start off with a question, guys. How many I voted stickers do you guys have? Okay. How many I voted stickers do you guys have? If you're like me, you keep every single I voted sticker. Every time you vote, you keep that voted st- Why? To show that democracy is important important and real and real and real and real and real. Democracy matters, guys. We're, uh, voting matters, guys. Like George Carlin uh, said. Voting is important. We should all vote. That's one of his favorite <laughs> George Collin quotes. Voting matters, guys. You know why you know? Because the I voted sticker is the, is the main reason a portion of the, of the voting public. Is there a better name for that? I don't know. A portion of the voters out there probably only vote to get the I voted sticker. Okay. Now you might think I'm oh that's ridiculous. Well I would no, they they sure they put it on in social media. Sure they put it on social media, sure they put it on their Instagram to sh- like show they voted, but that doesn't mean that's the only reason. You're too negative. That's too cynical. That's not the only reason people vote. They don't vote just to collect the stickers. Uh I mean I gotta be honest, if we didn't have the sticker and there was no proof of you voting and you had to just say it, voting would go down, in my opinion. We are now in the age of narcissism. We are in the age of narcissism. Everything is me, me, me. I just honestly do think that. That is a, a real... A lot of the people I see... And I only thought, I know it's not election yet, and you're like, why am I talking about this? But, yes, I did match on a dating app. (laughs) 
with a girl that I thought, oh, she is cool because it said something in there like against social media. Like social media, I think, is was a bad idea. I think it's make everything worse. I'm like, oh, here we go. A fellow critical thinker? A fellow... Uh, Open-minded? Uh, person? That's me. This is me in my head. My thoughts in my head are going... Uh, Oh my God! Is that is that like a critical, like a critically thinking person? It isn't the same as everybody else out there. That's not gonna definitely not gonna have a bunch of I voted stickers in her profile. Well, should have had a sound effect there, Guess what? That was not. I mean, no. That's that is what happened. I saw other pictures of her with. A bunch of I voted stickers hanging up. Now I don't it did it, it it honestly did look like she collects her I voted stickers and just keeps them for display for anybody that comes over. That's kind of the that's one really annoying thing is I'll see something like promising about somebody on whatever dating app something. You know, and then you go to one other like picture and it's like Oh, never mind. Now, I don't, um, it's not like I, I'm going to break up, like it's a red flag. I mean, here's what I would prefer, like somebody that is voting for, if you're going to be a voting type of person, which I'd prefer, just no. That's my ideal woman is just one who doesn't care about, <laughs> I don't care, like doesn't care even about the social shaming of, you have to vote, you know, just, you know, it's, oh, I'm not into, po but means it. Because a lot of people say they're not into politics and then, and then they run out and vote and get an I voted sticker. Yeah, but, it, but I thought you didn't care about politics. Um, did, did you not see that democracy is at stake? Democracy is at stake, people. I wonder how many times that has been said. Democracy is on the ballot. What an easy way to get people to vote for your... <laughs> Democracy is on the ballot, 2022 uh, midterms. When else was that said? Uh, okay, I guess it was... Maybe it was only really said then. <laughs> okay, so I just Googled democracy is on the ballot 2016. Turns out that's what Biden said back in 2016 and in the midterms of 2022. Oh, I hate videos. I'm a bitch. Well, guess what? I guess democracy lost. Because orange man bad won. Oh, look at this. 2020 election. Guess what's on the ballot? Democracy! What else could I? What else could I? What else could I? What else? 2024 is next. Let's see. I mean, it's not 2024 yet, so. <laughs> is this a surprising uh, video title? Guess what, guys? You won't believe this, but guess what election officials say is still at risk in 2024? Democracy. Democracy. 
why like why do people hear and I'm one of them because I didn't really realize how propagandized we were until I read those articles I talked about last time. And, you know, since the coup, uh, but yeah, it's pretty clear now how propagandized we were. I mean, even look at, uh, you know, look, even look at like when George W. Bush was in, it was like uh, WMDs, uh, all the terror levels, that was propaganda to get us to scared, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that was a ridiculous time. That was like a pre-pandemic pandemic of terror. I mean, we at least didn't have to lock down, but it was like, I mean, it was, oh, God. The gun is still loaded, election officials say, for 2024. All right, what was before 2012 would be the one before when Trump won? So 2012, democracy is on the ballot. Let's see. I guess I don't know how to search just that year. Make no mistake. Democracy is on the ballot. So that's just one of the many things that they always... I mean, what a way to just drum up hysteria for your side just to say, like, we're going to lose all our democracy. Why do you think, like, <laughs> they just keep riling people up, and then, I mean, I'm not surprised Kavanaugh had a guy that was maybe going to off him, and then he was caught at least, but, like, I'm not surprised at all the way they get hysteria going. Democracy is on the ballot, guys. Democracy itself is on the ballot. The ballot. The ballot. The ballot. The ballot. The ballot. This election. This election. This election. This election. This election. Democracy itself. Democracy itself. Democracy itself. Is under attack. Is under attack. Is under attack. Do you care about your family? Do you care about your family? Do you care what these GOP monster goblins want it? <laughs> you, the GOP are serial murderers. Like, they go out and they shoot brown people every day. Kyle Rittenhouse was not a fluke. That was by design. Do you really want these go, gop goblins, which is what I like to call them? I'm sorry, GOP is an outdated term. We're now saying... What are we saying? Do you care about your family? Ultra mega, 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 ultra, 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 mega, 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 ultra mega maggots are coming to your town, and they are locked and loaded. They hunt down people that. Democracy is, is on this ballot. Get ready for the next election, guys. Oh, it's going to be fucking... It's going to be madness out there. I mean, we, we've been saying that since 2020 election. Look what happened there. A totally, like, not at all... A, 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 at least allowed to happen... 
Insurrection. 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 The most bloody, most bloody, most bloody, most bloody, bloody, blood and guts everywhere. You couldn't see anything there because it was just, um. So I kind of have an outrage story of the week this time. I'm not really doing that every week now because I kind of bored of it already, but I happened to see this one. Now, you guys may know uh, RFK Jr. is running for president. President. For zero percent chance to be smeared and stopped at every turn. He is running for, I mean, nothing but net losses. I mean, there's no re. He is not going to come out of this with anything except visibility. Now, if that's all you want, go ahead, uh, have at it. You will be shown on TV uh, news channels being called various names. Now, he is on the Democrat ballot, um, which maybe protects him a little bit from fascist smears i don't know and he's a kennedy i think that's maybe the main reason why they're not calling him a nazi yet but uh he is being already smeared and uh it's not i mean i guess we're coming up on 2024 but he's already being smeared now i didn't really hear All right, well, I see why that's a controversial uh, statement. Is this at a dinner? Like, what is that? I want to see what that was from because it's like, just who's recording that? Oh, it's the same fucking article. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Oh, it's a question and answer portion. Drunk gossip columnist uh, 
Yeah, I don't have the fucking music on anymore. Yeah, guys. Apparently, the war of words at uh, where is it? Fighting match between two guests over climate change. The mirror in. Wait, hold on. A guest asked Kennedy about the environment, which set off gossip columnist. Uh, apparently drunk. Gossip columnist Doug something the host of the event who became enraged and screamed at the top of his lungs the climate hoax wow uh meanwhile octogenarian art critic some anthony hayden guest who <laughs> appeared to have been sleeping happily for most of the dinner was roused by the abrupt rumpus and then he opened his eyes and denounced his longtime pal that Kurt calling him a miserable blob and then shut up implored uh oh he yelled at the guy to shut up uh Deck Kurt continued to scream wildly about the climate change scam while Hayden Guest the 80 year old had peppered him with verbal volleys across the table calling him effing insane and insignificant here it seems, uh, Deckert sensed the need for a new rhetorical tack and <laughs> let rip a loud, prolonged fart while yelling, I'm farting. The room, which include uh, journalists as well as Kennedy's campaign manager, uh, was stunned, unsure about whether he was farting at the other guy personally or at the very notion of global warming. Yeah, so, I mean, that was ridiculous. It's at a bar. I guess it's, like, it was later on. But that's, like, just makes him look bad. He has zero tolerance for the uh, climate hoax. So this, uh, this gossip columnist. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about the... I'm sick of the climate stuff. Like, you know, as usual, just the whole, like... Virtue signaling about it, like the like fake companies, what they're doing about it. Like I talked about last time. Like I'm just like, I'm just. I mean, like now we're gonna f turn it around. <laughs> like what? All right. Like yeah. If we if we added to the climate being bad, I guess I I can understand. Like, I mean, I don't know why we keep having to like specify it's man made though. Like, doesn't it not matter? Does it really matter if we did it or not? Like, if it is happening, if there is climate change, like, I mean, remember how there was an ice age and, like, all that stuff? Like, that wasn't, we didn't have emissions back then, you know? <laughs> I guess I don't get, like, the point of, like, I mean, God, we've used gas and shit for so long, and, like, there was clearly ways to, like, not use that, but they just, like, were too greedy and, like, had that system in place, and now all of a sudden it is weird, like, how there's this turn, like, oh, you should, like, we should get rid of gas stoves now. We should get rid of gas now. I mean, no. Now? Like, when nobody can afford to, like, do that? Like, oh, yeah, everybody just buy solar panels for your house. Good idea, you know? Just really good idea to just go, go into bankruptcy for... 
hey, we'll give you a voucher, you know, hey, we'll... <laughs> guys, don't, I mean, guys, 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 calm down. We're going to give you guys a voucher, I mean... If you, if you spend 20 years' salary on paying the solar ba- panel bills, we'll give you a voucher for Applebee's, you know? It's good. Who also probably ruins the environment worse than... <laughs> I mean, it's all corporations that did, that did anything like that, if that's really what... I don't know. Have I, I've never seen like any kind of debate. We've just been told in the media... Like, I'm... I mean, look, the amount of censorship since 2020, I now, like, am like, I don't know about climate change now. And I was, like, not, I'm still, like, more pro-environment than pro-masking or something. But, like, now, like, I don't even know if recycling does anything either. Like, I think we've been lied to about recycling. But I don't know, again, I don't know why... I don't know really, you know, I haven't done done my own research yet, which I know is Nazi th- thing to say. <laughs> it's funny how, like, now, like, looking stuff up and, like, reading about any kind of conspiracy, somehow that's racist, too. <laughs> it's not just dangerous. You know, it's like, oh, this is dangerous and for me. Also, right-wing, too. Also, it makes you political. You know? I know you thought it was just like you looking stuff up outside of the mainstream. No one stuff. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, but as soon as you clamp down on anything, I'm going to go, eh, might be true then. Like, if you're like, oh, we have to stop all speech about this. I mean, then there's something to it, probably. There's something going on. Is it hurting a profit, a bottom line of some company? It's usually probably money. Well, it's also power with the White House doing it. People probably selectively don't believe uh, the stuff that Elon Musk puts out because, like, he's Elon Musk. He's not, you know, he's, he's, he's like, basically a Nazi now. I mean, I guess. <laughs> It'd be fun to hear someone say that with no... Just like, well, I saw in Washington Post he, he's tied to... He's a gateway to the. <laughs> Funny, everything's a gateway to something. Uh, what was that one? Oh, there was a yeah. I should talk about that. Hold on. Now I missed this by a couple weeks. Uh, well, Joe wrote. I guess five days ago, one week ago. Um. <laughs> uh. Okay. So look, guys. I got to do it. Sorry, I got to do a. Uh... All right, guys, like I just want to let you guys know out here. Uh, fuck, where'd it go? Um, the far right is really into fitness, apparently. Uh, so this... <laughs> MSNBC says that... Exercise and fitness is right-wing, everyone. 
MSNBC on Twitter, the far right's obsession with fitness is going digital. Opinion, why the far right is really into home fitness. Hey, guys, you guys hear about this? First and nine, uh, we have pandemic fitness trends have gone extreme, literally. White supremacists, latest scheme to valorize violence and hyper-masculinity. Now, what is that? What does hyper-masculinity mean? I'm sure there is no definition that anyone can define. Anything you don't like is now extreme something or hyper-something. Now, what does that even mean? Panda oh, because they're extremist? <laughs> Remember in the pandemic, like, some people got into working out. Here's why that's bad and right-wing and Nazi. Did you guys know? Pandemic fitness trends. Oh, I thought... Uh, so, uh, just a little uh, word of uh, info for you guys out there. Some people were sitting at home during lockdown. And they thought, eh, maybe I'll get in shape. Maybe I'll start working out. I got nothing else to do. Maybe I'll start, I don't know, just working out a little bit. Uh, walking around. Guess what, guys? That's a gateway. And to far, far, right, 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 right. Extremism. So, quit it. White supremacist latest scheme to valorize <laughs> violence and hypermasculinity has gone digital. Earlier this month. Okay, this is a woman writing this though, so that doesn't really work that well. Um, the. Ugh. So, this is an extremism expert, everyone. Um, earlier this month, researchers reported that a network of online fascist fitness chat groups. Now, what is that? The Guardian has an article on this. More than one year old. Fat fascist fitness. The far right is recruiting with online gym groups. Well, okay. Here's the thing, like, because, because Neo, well... I don't really think, I mean, yeah, the movie American History X, the guy was, <laughs> worked out a lot. Um, does that mean every Nazi is really buff and like, I mean, I don't think so because I saw a Vice documentary a while ago with a neo-Nazi and he was quite out of shape. Now, I know that doesn't represent all of them, but there's no way that they're all like that if there is really neo, I, I don't know, man. I don't get I don't get how you're trying to tie um so it's called hope not hate. I mean, how is that that actually sounds good. Anti-fascist group. Wait. Uh well. Oh wait, this is the okay, this is the group against it. Puts a black and white picture of a gym. Probably Ukrainian. I mean, I don't know if anyone here forgot that Ukraine had a lot of neo-Nazis in the in their army, and now they just pretend that didn't happen. Um, I mean, yeah, anybody who's that like militantly, uh, yeah, this article's terrible. <laughs> There's no like evidence or anything. It's just 
There's no pictures. Of, there's no screenshots. Why wouldn't you just put them in the article if you have them? Members were initially lured in with help tips uh, and later went into closed chat rooms with a far-right shared content. Now, who determines what far-right is? Okay, well, that sounds... Okay, that does sound like a nut. <laughs> Again, though, there's no... Oh, maybe because it's like... I don't know. Anyway, let's go back to the MSNBC article. Physical fitness has always been central to the far right. In Mein Kampf, Hitler fixated on boxing and jiu-jitsu. Think about that name, guys. Jiu-jitsu there. Believing they could help him create army of millions whose aggressive spirit and impeccably trained bodies combined with a fan fanatical love of the, the fatherland would do more for the German nation than any weapons training. Um, in more modern times, far-right groups have launched mixed martial arts and gyms in Ukraine, Canada, and France. At least it says Ukraine there. Building, it says here, established fight club culture of MMA far-right extremists. Oh, yeah, so people bought fitness gear over the lockdown, and now they're not using it or buying it. Yeah, well, that's going to happen, okay? I mean, just like the whole, like, I don't know. I mean, the article, the headline, as usual, is worse than the article. Like, they have a, this image here of a guy with, uh, flexing over an image of Nazis. I mean, <laughs> so any guy who works out, you're headed there, okay? I don't know if you guys knew that. But, like, every time you lift a weight up, like, a, up, how that's a little bit, nah, that's a little too close to the, uh, the Heil. Okay? <laughs> Think about that next time you lift that weight up. Like, what, what you, more like, if you lift, so you're lifting a weight up, now whose weight is that? I would say... You lift the weight up close to a, you know, Nazi salute, and then you put that weight down, crushing all the minorities that get in your way. That's what you do as a white person. So think about that and stay fat because it's better and more progressive to sit at home and, you know, I mean, the, th the problem is, here's the problem, guys. All you white people out there listening, thinking, <clears throat> I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what you're thinking. I mean, I've come to terms with my in, like, inborn propensity for right-wing aggression and violence. So I don't even like lift a weight because the thing is once you start that whole process of like you know a dopamine rush of like uh you've been working out and then you know you get endorphins or whatever it's called you get that rush you know you've been lifting weights you've been doing all this stuff you get that little rush of power and then what do you do as a white as a white you crush somebody. You crush. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
you crush and you and you destroy. That's what you do as a white person. So what I would do is I would go ahead and I mean, look, I, I just think you're at a danger anytime you're active as a white person. You're when you are active physically, you're active genocidally. Okay? You're active racistfully. Anytime you're physically moving and physically active, that's a threat to some other marginalized group out there. So I don't want you to think you really think you're just working out to like to like, oh, it only affects my body and like me. No, no, no. That it's hurt it hurts marginalized people. It's a gateway to crushing and pillaging and plundering villages and you know your your the blood of your ancestor your white ancestor slave owners comes out of you and as soon as you start sweating those little beads of sweat those are tears <laughs> those are the tears of so many uh you know indigenous natives that you have crushed and destroyed and the, and your rage and your the uh the souls of your ancestors of whiteness and domination and uh colonization come out And we can't have the white colonizing uh, spirit come out by practicing fitness. <laughs> this is how these woke people talk now. They literally sound like preachers. Like, and I mean, when you think about it, like the whole like white privilege and then like the like you're born with white privilege. Like, you are going into spiritual, almost karma territory that you have, like, past life. You're going into, like, past life category spiritual stuff. I mean, like, you're born and you wake up with white racism that is built in your DNA as soon as you're in that womb. I should look up and see if there's any. You have racism in your DNA. This is a website called theconversation.com. Is racism and bigotry in our DNA? Oh, this is about humans. Well, I agree with that probably of humans, though. I want to see white. <laughs> uh... Oh, come on. We know they think this. Yeah, white fragility. Why all white people are racist. What all white people are racist but can't being, have to being called racist, which is white fragility. So th that's, I mean, that's the, <laughs> that's the technique of abuser. I mean, this whole argument about white fragility, which everybody... Every institution put on their reading list 
in summer 2020, which I call the summer of the black of the black squares. 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 The summer of the black squares. White fragility was on the top of every reading list. My, you know, many companies. Robin D'Angelo, idiot. So this lady is prejudiced, by the way. She admits it in her book. And like um, Sigmund Freud, maybe, thinks that everybody's like her, you know. Okay, so here we go. This is a spiritual statement right here. Racism comes out of our pores as white people. It's the way that we are. Well, hearing that is going to make you upset, people. Maybe make you feel under attack. Maybe make you pound a table. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> the Lord doesn't care that you're upset. Almost any defensiveness that you get from a white person trying to talk about racism is rooted in that good-bad binary. You, they hear you saying you are a bad person. Uh... I'm really confident that I do less damage to people of color than I used to, she says. That is what I can say to you. I do less damage than I used to. And even that, she says, takes daily work. Ugh. What work? How annoying, how awful is she to black people? Can you imagine? Like, worshipping them? What does she do to them? Oh, look at this. This is another article on, oh wait, that's the same one, on theconversation.com. Climate change could boost bigotry, it says. This is really in the article. Climate change could boost bigotry. What about bigotry and xenophobia? Can't we simply design the right fixes for them? Okay, so are you going to explain how? Environmental shocks cause societies to become tighter, meaning the tendency to be loyal to the in-group gets stronger. <gasps> what? Does that mean it's racist, though? I mean... Why would that be racist to have an in-group? I mean, everybody did that in high school, but... I mean, if you're... Yeah, I get that you would be tighter. Because, like... If, the, if stuff is under attack, like they did, people probably did over the Koof uh, situation, you know. You just stuck to the people you knew and you had your stupid little, like, bubble or whatever people called it. Like, I only see them and then I get tested and then I, ugh, what a horrible time. But uh, why would that be, like, why would you then become racist? Okay, say you're in a small area. You like maybe you'd have okay, just say the world ends and a big asteroid hits. We we probably will we would make little communities. Everything would change, but we'd make little communities. Uh and yeah, you would probably have leaders, people that are more go getters or whatever. You'd have like a leader, you'd have an in group and out group. But but that's I mean Stuff is so diverse now. I mean, unless you're in a rural kind of area like anywhere, I mean, 
It depends on your area, but it has nothing to do with racism. I mean, if you have a black neighbor, you'd be in a community and they would be in the in-group. But if somebody from another group, it doesn't matter their race, comes into your little enclave, you're like Armageddon, (laughs) you know. Like, look at the movie A Quiet Place where people just made little communities because I don't want to spoil Well, the second one, uh, it's not really a big spoiler. It's just, you know, the, uh, they came across a little community that knew something about the creatures, and they st- stuck together. Why? And they, okay, maybe you could say they were an in-group because they knew that information, but there was a black guy there. There was like, a bunch of different people that had nothing to do with Why would you go, oh, you're black? That's not going to work here. What if the black guy knows something? Like, it, it doesn't make sense. No, that's not human nature. Human nature is the beginning of the movie 2001. You guys remember? I'm quite a film buff, so I know a lot about the classics. And 2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2001,2
Well, they did that about COVID. They were like, this is actually racism is the issue now. While we were, like, the pandemic was raging. And then now they're doing with the climate. Somehow climate change is a racial issue now. Is it going to be a gender issue? Probably. If only we could be uh, genderified. <laughs> I mean, just like this. I don't, I don't know how I got into this topic. Oh, here we go. Look at this. This is kind of what I'm looking for. This was before 2020. How do you like that? 2019. Staff opinion. Oh, this is a university. University. University of Portland. The Bacon. Staff opinion. I randomly came across this, by the way. I didn't even... By Anika Gordon in 2019. I am racist. This is her actual article. I am racist not because I inherently believe the eight races are unequal, but because I was born into the role of oppressor simply by being born white. This has left me with unconscious racial biases. I may not, I may not want this role, but nobody escapes in institutional racism. The societal structures in place that disadvantage Minorities and that white people profit off of, whether we like it or not. White people usually get defensive when called out on racism. Um, she promotes productive conversation, but often, which often gets confused with shaming. The part of call-out culture she claims is toxic. Okay, so this, this girl, when she wrote this... I wonder what her views are now, if she changed at all. Um, she clearly was, like, just learned this and is now, like, reciting it like a cult member. Um, I mean, she was in a university writing for a fucking, God, I mean, just, like, all of society had this same viewpoint in summer 2020. I mean, like, like, crazy cognitive dissonance or whatever having these two things that don't make sense together, like she says right here, it's lost on us that we can be racist and play roles in racist systems without our individual character and actions being intentionally and consciously racist. Oh, my God. Since we are all complicit in society, the issue of racism is simultaneously institutionalized and so that doesn't that sentence doesn't make sense. When we act offensively, we cannot begin to unlearn the racial biases that we have ingrained in us. I don't think. See, look, I don't think I fully understood my role in perpetuating our racist society until this summer. Uh, this is really funny. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know how I found randomly found this article. Uh, wow. This is like a, uh, you know, struggle session in yourself kind of article she's writing. Like, admitting that it doesn't make sense, but also saying, but that's because I'm defensive. I swear to God, the cult Nexium had the same shit. Every cult, look at any documentary about any cult. They all have these beliefs that, like, one belief 
like holding two contradictory beliefs at the same time. I am racist, but even though I'm not, even though <laughs> no, I'm not, and getting defensive means I'm more racist. Like, that's what this whole thing means. And this girl is clearly confused. Like, you can just read it in, the, in this article. Like, it's basically this whole, like, um, I don't know. Is there a word for it? A cult or something? Just like a, uh, it's almost like a confession in a confession booth or something. I did this thing because then now she's going to talk about a ra- uh, a micro racism or something. Um. Apart from my role as media multimedia editor, I have done all kinds of. I'll try to zoom in here. Photography for many years now, where I'm allowed to take artistic liberties that I am not allowed in photojournalism. I really don't like, uh... Guys, I'll admit I hate reading out loud. I didn't realize I hated it so much. But... I really just skip over a lot of... I just don't like reading, like, the exact... It's, like, annoying or something. I don't know. Maybe I don't do it enough or something, but... Uh, I'm allowed to take artistic liberties. Over all those years, I began playing with editing styles, trying to find my own. For portraits. Lately, that has meant brightening my images for clients to make them look light and airy. Nothing felt different uh, one Sunday evening this last summer when I went out on a shoot, this is in 2019 by the way, to take photos of a Latinx couple, that is L-A-T-I-N-X. Anybody that doesn't know what that means? You should by now, but it's a woke term they, that they changed to Latinx Latinx. Why? Because Latino or Latina is too gender specific, and we want to whiteify and change the Spanish language to suit our woke needs. And a lot of Spanish people hate it and refuse to use it, so they have changed it sometimes. But, you know, this was clearly before there was any kind of like, you know, people weren't even aware of it yet. I came home and was excited because I had so much fun with this particular pair. I sat down as soon as I got home and edited my little heart away. <laughs> uh, then, uh, hold on. So she edited the pictures, and then I sent them off, happy with the way they turned out. Then I got a message back. Their skin looks a lot whiter than it actually is. It was just something we noticed since we're both pretty brown. I guess I would suggest to try to keep people's skin tones as they are, since we both consider that's a part of our identity. I was mortified. 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 I did not want to admit that in my brightening my images, I had actually whitened, whitened them, whitened them, whitened them. But I had this racist mistake. It's not new to the world or unique to me. It's been done before. In 2008, L'Oreal used a picture of Beyonce, except she has been altered that she looked white. 
I remember when this story broke. I was incredulous. What a racist photographer. I never once considered that I was also capable of doing something like that. This couple's responses to my images made me realize that studying race relations in school and having a good attention. I forgot I played a role in this institutionally racist system. And in forgetting, played my part in, in enforcing it very well. <laughs> I wasn't careful, and suddenly I literally erased a part of someone's identity. A part that has historically been shoved down by people like me, because I'm white and evil. And a part I know deserves celebration, not erasure. I let that happen because for this shoot, I did not hold myself accountable. I did not check my privilege and the biases I have because of that privilege. Sometimes feedback about it. Oops. Uh, we white people are not owed a conversation centered around our comfort and white fragility. So she knew about that book before. Uh, I failed this couple. I failed. <laughs> White people, people of color don't owe us anything. In fact, we actually owe them. We owe them responses that are not defensive. Quote, I am not racist retorts. Message there being. Accept that you're racist because you're white. We owe them understanding. And at the very least, we owe them serious attempts at unlearning racial bias. Subtext there being. You've already learned racial bias because you're white and you just have it. We owe them our only slightly inconvenient discovery because in all the U.S.'s history, we have not stopped causing the suffering and erasure of people of color. Pock. <laughs> White people, we have to hold each other accountable in combat combating institutional racism and our individualized biases we have because of it. Pock. People of color shouldn't have to do it for us, and we owe it to them to seriously and intentionally try. Anika Gordon wrote this. She can be reached at blank. Uh, what if I had a ton of followers and they all like spammed her after this? <laughs> uh, I'm going to look her up and see if she wrote any. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Uh, so there's a quarantine article she wrote. Okay, this was three years ago. <clears throat> Nika Gordon, let's see. I'm not stalking, I'm just seeing where she lives. I mean, what? <laughs> this might be her on Twitter, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I think it looks like her, but I don't know if these are old or not. People really care about that Barbie movie? Who cares? Really? Seriously? God, I can't believe the title of that. Let me just go back to the title of that. <laughs> I'm staff opinion. I'm racist. So are you white people? Let's improve. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait a minute. 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 The University of Portland. Of course it's going to be that then. 
Oh my god. Look at this guy's raising anti-racist children. This is from May of this year. Oh wait, last updated. So it's been updated that long. Wow. This isn't even about gender. Now look, I'd rather, I don't know, what would you rather them teach your kid about this or well, I guess this cuz you're not having surgery. Uh Psychologists are studying the processes by what young children learn about race. Oh, this is ridiculous. I mean, I I don't have kids, but I've just seen from my nieces and nephew, like, they don't judge race. They're not. Maybe they're too young to really know yet, but they don't, like, they're not racist. They don't even, white parents avoid talking about race with their kids at all. Ugh, when did the, I can't believe like promoting a colorblind view can have neg negative consequences? <laughs> Unbelievable! This is the American psychology. This is the APA. This is the American Psycholo Psychological Association. Okay, this isn't some like Portland thing. Oh, God, I got so sidetracked. I don't even think I read this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just got into the... Man, I got so sidetracked. Um, well, it's not really that interesting. I guess I'll go back to it, though. Let's see. <laughs> All right, so I did one of... This was the outrage story. RFK Jr., well, yeah, I played what he said, the thing about genetically modify making it attack certain races. And uh, turns out, guys, RFK Jr.'s sister and nephew speak out on deplorable COVID comments. The sister and nephew of uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. disavowed a conspiracy theory floated by the political scion, whatever that means, last week, said he. Genetically engineered to spare Ashkenazi Jews. I don't know what that really is. And Chinese people. I strongly condemn. Hold on. <laughs> I strongly condemn my brother's deplorable and untruthful remarks last week about COVID being engineered for ethnic targeting. Terry Kennedy, the president of the nonprofit. Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights said in a statement, his statements do not represent what I believe. Um, so, like, I don't know whether they did that. Like, they really didn't need to go that hard at him. Did they? I mean, were they going to lose funding? There had to be some big reason, like, that they would slam him so bad because they really went all a little overboard here. Um, it, it wasn't a Kanye West level comment that he made it was just like I mean he did say like there's an argument that is targeting it but he said which of course they cut out at the end they cut out the part where he said um, I'm not sure or like what did he say I'm not saying it was on purpose uh but could I believe that they study 
I mean, that is some real eugenics level stuff that he's talking about there. That is pretty, I mean, that is out there. I'll say that. I don't know if he has some kind of, I mean, he's a Kennedy, so I feel like he probably has proof about it. He probably knows about it. I mean, I wouldn't be, you know, like, people are just, like, so naive, I think, like, with, I mean, look how big eugenics used to be. I think I talked about it in another episode. It just, like, all the elites were just openly into the eugenics. So was Hitler, but <laughs> I think Darwin, people like that. And then, like, the only thing that doesn't make sense to me is, like, that he said Chinese were more immune and a ton of them got COVID. So I don't know what he's saying there, really. It was kind of a dumb thing to say, I mean, if he's running for president. It's just something that will obviously be taken like, you will be ran with. I mean, I don't know how naive this guy is. But I just think he's, like, really naive. Like, he doesn't think they're going to go after him, like, hard like this. Like, you say one thing, and this was an out-there statement. Like, I wouldn't say it in any kind of public event. Like, even if I did see proof of um, purposely going <laughs> races of people with that, I don't think I'd say it at any kind of public event like that. Uh, I don't think it's, I don't know, but like, it's, it's weird to me that, uh, his sister called him deplorable, which is like what they call Trump supporters. Like, what is that word that he just took off? Like I, I didn't hear it before 2016 and then Hillary said it and now it's a thing. Like people say, you're deplorable. You are deplorable. That's what it a basket of deplorables was the the big thing. I mean, that's the that's the f most famous thing. <laughs> I think that word has been used in is that Hillary quote. Uh, worthy of severe condemnation. Oh, she said half of Trump supporters are a basket of deplorables. Well, they already hated Hillary. It's not going to be. You know, just to be grossly generalistic, you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. Yeah, it probably did help him in the election. Oh, you guys want a virtual I voted sticker? You guys can get a virtual I voted sticker. Guys, you can go ahead and print out and print out and look at all the different languages there. Wow. I mean, honestly, you don't even have to go vote and just, like, go ahead and give yourself an I Voted sticker out there. Why don't you? Yo vote. You can go ahead and put a different language on there and get a little I Voted sticker. That's the most important part. Uh, the only reason to vote is to go ahead and put that on Instagram. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. You, did I vote? You goddamn believe I did. I got my voter sticker. I got 40 years of my voter sticker just hanging on my wall. Show them to everybody that comes by. Oh, do I vote? And then I point at the wall, and it's a big laugh anytime any, anybody comes in the house. Anytime anybody comes in the house, uh, 
hey, did you want to know if I'm a voter? And then I was just go ahead and point at the wall. I don't know why I have a southern accent, but. <laughs> did you want to know why I, if I vote, hon? And then I point to the wall. Gets a big laugh every time. We just have, uh, we just laugh and laugh. And they fall over and I got to take them to the hospital because they laugh so much. It's a big, it's a big thing, you know. Everybody has this big old wall of I voted stickers. Did I vote? You're better. <laughs> yeah, I did hear, you know. One guy said he voted one year. I don't know if it was 2016. He was like, uh, I voted, I didn't get a sticker, and I was like, what's the point? I mean, this is the, this is the, that's the mentality. They had to do that because, like, not enough young people were voting, I guess, so they had to... They used to do the rock the vote, and then they did, like, oh, if you can post a voted sticker on your Instagram. And I did last election, what was it, 2020? Like, there was a couple election places. Yeah, outside of them, I saw people walk out taking selfies or taking, you know, pictures of the, like, sticker or something. That's I mean, <laughs> that's what's going on. That's who's <coughs> voting, guys. They still want that little badge of honor. You can have that little I voted sticker. You want that, hon? You want that? It would be funny if that was like a, a viral story of somebody getting like flipping out because they didn't get an I voted sticker. That would happen. It probably has happened, actually. As soon as I think of a crazy scenario about somebody flipping out, I'm like, yeah, that's probably happened. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, nobody's probably, it just will be hilarious. Well, you did vote, though. It's a, it's, see, you can see right here. Now, what the fucking sticker? Tries to, like, video his whole voting experience. <laughs> That's where we are, guys. Uh, I'm getting sick, I think. Getting sick, getting sick, sick guys. Getting sick, guys. Help, help, The only thing you can revive me is my vote is my vote is my Anyway, guys, stay anyway, safe. Guys, do, stay not safe. Do, not do not work out. Do not take care of yourself. That is a gateway to Nazi. I did not see that coming. <laughs> I mean, you know, being in shape is also threatening. Like, if I see somebody that's, like, fit, it's scary, you know, because it's, like, what if they gonna what if they hit me or like, you know, they just like look scary. So like if I see muscles or if I see somebody that's just fit, uh I just like I, I kinda like shake and I just like have to leave. I sometimes cry or pee myself because like it's scary like to see, you know, somebody in shape. And I, I look for exits. I look for emergency exits and stuff, and then I'm like, well, he could jump, too. I don't know what his jumping ability is. Like, does he practice that? Does he exercise that? Like, what if I start running, and this fit Nazi guy jumps, and he's like a panther, and he, <laughs> and he, and he just is, like, amazing at jump. Like, I don't know if doing squats makes you jump higher, but I'm just saying there could be a possibility there because, like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay.
Teach your kids it's not okay to exercise, guys. Teach your fucking kids it's not okay to be fit and be, and be fat is good. Be just like very, don't be too like fit because that's like threatening. What you want to do is you want to just be like curves and like round is what you want to be because that's like a very non-offensive just mass of like whatever, nothing. Like it just looks like you're like a little cushion. <laughs> Somebody could just rest their head on, can just lay on like a little uh, bean bag, you know? Somebody can lay on it, like a little beanbag chair, you know, just cuddle up with it. It's not, you know, just big and cuddly, soft. Kind of just try to think of like a big teddy bear, a big cloud. Big though, you know, just like very, no tone at all. Just like a big blob of just gender neutral. Basically, and then become gender neutral because like, you're just so big that there's no definition and it doesn't matter anymore. So once you gain that weight and you're just... <laughs> um, oh, it just doesn't matter. So like, why not just be gender neutral or like not a they, them or whatever? Because like at that point, you're not even like, you can't even tell what you are. You're just like, you're either a big lesbian or you're, you're, who knows? You're like, it's Pat from the old SNL. That's very not threatening to be that, like, you know, and you might as well try on that new identity because you ran through the other one and you just got, you know. So yeah, just try that out. And that's very good and very, uh, you know, I would say that's a very double plus good way of being. So try that out, guys, next time you think about, you can, you know, just try it out, guys. Let me know how it goes. Hit me up on those socials and shit, y'all, shit, y'all, shit, y'all. Check me out, check me out. Retweet, repost this shit, go, shit, go, shit, go, shit, not threatening. Not That's threatening. the theme of this episode. Share it. Share it. Share it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.